Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. And this is Cindy Meyer, your host of the weekly Spirit Seeker radio show. And it is called Wake Up with Spirit. Be inspired. So here is what is happening. We have so much going on astrologically. So I'm going to just do a few brief announcements um, and then I will bring, in, uh, bring on my guest onto the call because we have a lot to talk about. So basically the format of the show today will be that um, Christine Compass, my guest, will be talking about the astrology and the whirlwind January we just had. We're not going to spend a lot of time on that, but that kind of sets the stage for what's happening now. Um, I will offer feng shui tips here and there. It may come when we do the readings or it just may come uh, depending on how much time we have when we're um, giving you the overlay of the land, shall we say. Um, And then the other thing is, is we will be talking about the moon manifesting cycles so that um, you can best use the energy of what we have um, going on right now. And, um, and then the final thing is at the end of the show, uh, about halfway through, we will start um, doing readings, and we'll do as many readings as possible, um, and I will explain that once we get there. Okay, so just a couple of announcements. I was off here most of January, just on the first Friday, but uh, starting this month, we are back on it. <laughs> and so I want to mention some of the upcoming shows so that you can mark your calendar. Um, and remember, if you are not... Um, if you're not on our email list, it's hard for you to know about what, what's happening because we're doing the radio show weekly again, but there's also a lot of other virtual mind, body, spirit events happening nationwide, and we are going to be more and more of a hub center for promoting those events. So you want to be on our email list. We also will be doing drawings weekly um, starting next week, actually, um, for free books, for free DVDs, uh, CDs. And the only way you're eligible for all of that is if you're on our email list. So how do you do that? You go to spiritseeker.com. Or if you really want to type a long one, you go to (laughs) spiritseekermagazine.com. Just go spiritseeker.com. On the front page, there's join our email newsletter. And I really want you to take a look at the front page anyway, because um, Spirit Seeker Magazine is what makes this show possible. It's been published for 24 years. Uh, Actually, I think it's 25 now. And... um, And so it's been digital since 1998, and we do still have a limited print edition in the Midwest. We're in Chicago and St. Louis. Um, And now that events are starting to, you know, be on the schedule, we'll be at at conferences again. Um, But for right now, it's mainly digital. So um, when you go to the Spirit Seeker website, you can read the articles. You can click underneath. There's, there's the magazine. You can flip the pages. But you can also read individual articles that we've highlighted this month, and you can forward that to friends, family, et cetera. So it's very easy. It's very user-friendly. Um, and we don't spam our people. We don't sell our uh, email list to anyone. So the most you'll probably ever get is one, um, one to two emails a week. Okay, so next week is a special uh, show. I am interviewing Andy uh, and Jonathan Goldman, and they are going to share information about the ninth annual World Sound Healing Day. They are my teachers with sound healing with the, um, well, one of my teachers, uh, with the uh, chewing forks. And I just have been fascinated with their work for years and years. Um, Jonathan's an international authority and pioneer in the uh, sound 
uh, in the field of sound healing, and they do a sonic Valentine to everyone. It's all based on frequency and sound, and they send this out, and they have all kinds of other um, different things that they're offering with uh, other sound healers. So he's the president, uh, the co-director of the Sound Healers Association, which is an international organization. So come on next week and really hear them and then join in on Valentine's Day um, into their wonderful show. Okay, so that's all I'm going to mention um, for for February, but I'm already booked through March. We've got some great people coming, Akashic Records, all kinds of stuff coming up. Um, Okay, and with that, I think I'm going to stop. And um, before we start doing the readings, I'll give you a couple of other announcements. So let me find Christine on here. Uh, Christine, are you there? I am, Cindy. Good morning. Okay. Okay, let me give you your let me show your bio first. I want to make sure I had you right here. All right, so Christine comes and wears a few hats. She's an intuitive astrologer and a life coach, and um, she also does vision boards. You know, we both when we met, it was like pop 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 pop, and we had a booth next to each other at a show, and it was a little bit slow, and we both heard of each other, and it was like I don't know. I felt like I came home, and so. Um, <laughs> We both work with mood manifesting. We both work with visioning. We're both life coaches. We're both psychics. You know, we, we do readings. And um, so, and, and, you know, the astrology person is Christine, as you're going to hear. You'll get a taste of it today. But, you know, I highly encourage you to get your chart uh, and get a, an updated chart if you, if you already have had one. Okay, so Christine, welcome, welcome. I know it was kind of long at the intro, but I just wanted to cover all the stuff at the beginning. So what is going on? It it has been a, where did January go? It was like a blink. Right. And I'm kind of grateful for that just because it was like, let's get all this hard energy out of the way. Gosh, I am so, I'm so excited to talk about what's going on though, because it's, I think we're getting to this place where you can really, you know, if you've been paying attention to astrology for a few years, you can, like, these these transits that are happening right now are very clear in how they are playing out in your life. And I think, uh, you know, not that astrology isn't always clear, but sometimes it's not the clearest. And right now I feel like it's just you can look at the house where all of these planets, where it's happening for you, and you can see it. You can understand the story so well. And, oh, gosh, but we're, you know, we're in the the theme and the energy. It, it, where we're at right now is Aquarius. It is all so Aquarius. <laughs> and that was even, like, our uh, January energy. Um, you know, I think it was interesting. We, you know, we, we had talked last show about the, the coup and everything that happened, and then – you know, there was this stronger energy building up towards the inauguration. And, you know, I was just so happy to see, and I think so many people were just praying and wishing for peace and putting peaceful vibes out towards the inauguration that we saw it, you know, everything unfold in in more of a peaceful manner. Um, But seeing everything that Joe Biden did, coming into office and just immediately taking swift action and just making all these direct pivots towards like, nope, we're going to be way more humanitarian and way more Aquarius energy right off the bat. I love that. <laughs> right. I mean, they came in with a whirlwind and, and, and most presidencies do. I mean, mo- you know, there's a, there's a lot right. of shifts and things, but 
But, you know, this Aquarius thing is affecting every single person and especially Aquarians. So let's, let's, let's just hear, because some people might not know what Aquarius means. So let's right. talk okay. just a little bit about it since it's front and center for a long time here. Well, and, you know, Aquarius is known as the water bearer. And Aquarius is here to bring the water to the people. And that water is a message of truth, message of knowledge. And so there's this infusion of knowledge that is going to be coming to all of us, and we already see it. Um, And then, okay, so Aquarius is knowledge. It's this revolution energy of, like, let's change things. Let's make things make more sense for the people. Um, Let's make things work for everybody and not just for some of us. Um, oh my gosh, can we talk about the GameStop stock thing for a minute? Because I just thought that is such that is such Aquarius vibes where you have the people taking back the power from, you know, these the one percent who have had all the money and here we have the people stepping up. And that is I thought that was just such the perfect analogy of Aquarius energy. It's like, nope, we're gonna give it back to the people, not you know, not this one percent business. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just Aquarius, though. This is what is, is fascinating to me. It's, um, it's time for change. Like, why is it that just the hedge funds can, you know, go in and put in these orders and, you know, boom, knock everybody else out? So I think that it's a catalyst for change. And remember, Uranus, right, rules Aquarius. Am I right with this? Yeah. Yeah. So unexpected yeah. changes. Yeah. Can you imagine watching your stock? Then my daughter did. I forget. And then it was like, it was like, oh my God. It was like way up. And I told her, I said, sell that AMC stock right now. She didn't do it and it dropped right out. I, I you know, I was like, you, and I didn't say anything because, you know, it's not my business to advise. You know, I, I mean, it was a friend. I mean, if it was a paid consultation, yeah. it would be different. But, but yeah, so unexpected changes and it is going to change the stock market and it's going to change some of the governing uh, ways that things have been happening to make it more fair for all concerned. Yeah. And I, okay. I want to briefly talk about um, cryptocurrency and I'm going to preface this with, I am not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice, but there is so much energy this year around a new currency emerging. And I have been following, um, so, you know, in astrology, we look at the 12 constellations. There is actually, there are forms of astrology that literally look at every single object in the sky. And, you know, that gets really intense very quickly. Um, but I follow several astrologers who are in, you know, that sort of deep dive into astrology. And they have been, you know, seriously involved in, in you know, cryptocurrency for a long time. And now I understand because there is this energy of a new currency coming. There is an Aquarius rules technology. Aquarius rules, you know, again, making things fair for all. And when you, the basis, I think cryptocurrency, we don't, you know, that's very vague. You know, we don't know what that means. I honestly didn't have a good grasp on it, but I've been diving so deep into it over the last two months. Um, but really what cryptocurrency does is it makes a fair banking state, uh, a fair banking system where it's not a system where somebody can just go in and, you know, like a government can just print more money if they want to. No, there's like a finite amount of, you know, let's say Bitcoin. There's a finite amount of Bitcoin. It's tracked every time it's traded, you know, so that the, the problem that cryptocurrency solves is this problem of inflation. It's, 
it's, you know, like I said, money devaluing, you know, in the cryptocurrency world, things don't, they have a set value. So I think that that is something for sure to watch, educate yourself on, you know, learn about, mm-hmm. just, just start getting involved in what is happening with cryptocurrency, because particularly it's like towards November of this year, that currency energy is really strong that we will have a new currency emerging. And you see all of these major financial institutions are now investing in Bitcoin. So it's really, you know, having its moment of being legitimized. Yeah. I want to just mention a couple things on that. You have to be very careful because some oh, yeah. are not all the same. <laughs> You have to research them because I sent one to my son and then my son's like, mom, no. <laughs> He's my go-to when I'm yeah. like, what do you think? And he goes, no. But, but other ones are great. But here's the thing. The insurgents with the coup attempt on our capital, many of them were paid through cryptocurrency because it's very hard to trace. You don't know exactly mm. who it's coming from. Good and there's bad with the cryptocurrency. Um, but more than anything, it's a reflection of the change in our um, – in our whole economy and the global economy, because this is global. The minute I uh, put my name in one of those cryptocurrencies, I had people from Sweden, four different countries, like they saw me, and I just signed up. I wanted to learn more. And that's mm-hmm. all it took. Um, but here, here's the other thing. With marijuana being legalized, that's a multibillion-dollar business. And what has it been? It's been cash paid to people underneath the table every which way for how many years? And now, all of a sudden, that is a legitimate, fast-growing business that's going to give all of us a lot more um, cash flow within our government, within our country, globally. Mm-hmm. globally. It's going to be a game, game changer, and it's going to change a lot of the balance. Right, right. So this is the thing about Aquarius is that um, – and I, I just am so grateful for this Aquarian energy. They, there's a saying about Aquarius yeah. is they march to the beat of a different drummer. They are very unique. And the words, okay, even a lot of people think they're a water sign. They are not a water sign. It's the water bearer bringing water to pour out the good to all, but it's an air yeah. sign. So we, we are going to be in um, Saturn. I'm sure you're going to talk about this Saturn in Aquarius for three years. And that, yeah. that coupled with everything else that's going on, that's why we all feel a little more compassionate. Like there was a, I think when the vaccine wasn't here, I don't know, there's probably going to be some anti-vaxxers on the phone, so just, or on the call, so just, just bear with me here. If nothing else, the vaccine is giving people hope. Okay, great. It's going to be a long time, right? And um, they're trying to warn us that this is not the solution. It's a stopgap to slow it down, but we still have to do our part. But the thing of it is, is this, now we are talking to Israel. We, well, we always were talking to Israel, but we're talking, you know, to a lot more. We're back in, the, in, in Europe. We're back and talking to people that used to be our allies. And so we will all work together on coming up with a solution rather than the U.S. trying to be a bully, trying to hoard it all for ourselves and not share it with anyone. And then having how many doses go bad and then no system to deliver it. So that Uranus came in, that Uranus energy came in with this new administration and said, okay, they lied to us. There's no system of delivery. Get on it. Let's do it. And that's people coming together from every, every strata to make this happen. So, okay, so I'll be quiet. Continue. I know we have all these planets coming into Aquarius. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> so, Christine, tell us. Yeah, so currently we have, um, right now we have five planets in Aquarius. So we have Mercury, which is currently retrograde. Um, well, let me just 
talk for a quick second about Mercury retrograde. Yeah, so Mercury went retrograde on January 30th, and it's going to be retrograde until February 20th. Um, You know, and it's retrograde in Aquarius, which is a fixed sign. So because of that, we have all the fixed signs who are going to be feeling this Mercury retrograde a little bit more. So that's Taurus, uh, Scorpio, what, Taurus, Scorpio, why am I forgetting, Aquarius. Cancer. No, Cancer cancer. cancer is cardinal. No. Okay. I'm thinking, I don't know why. I just forgot the signs. I'm sorry. Um, It's okay. I'm just having a complete... Okay, anyway. It'll come back to you later. Okay. It will. (laughs) Um, But so this Mercury retrograde in Aquarius is, you know, so we have this, um, you know, Aquarius energy ruled by Uranus, which is rebellion, revolution, change, and then Mercury, which is our communication. It's our way we, you know, connect with other people digitally. um, And it's all happening in the 11th house, which is what Aquarius rules. So this is affecting the way that we network, the way that we connect with other people. Um, All of that part, those parts of our lives are coming up for review right now. How do we connect with people? How, you know, our social media even is a, is a huge piece of this right now. And you see, you know, social media is being really questioned right now. Like people are starting to realize, you know, oh, they, you know, we think that we're using these sites for free, and we are, but we're also selling them all of our data. So, you know, these things are really um, Leo. That's what, that was the other fixed sign. Uh, I was sorry. just going to say I looked it up. Okay, so Scorpio. Yeah, and Aquarius. So, I, know, I looked it up. I was going to share. Yeah. Right. It came to me. I was like, why? <laughs> Anyways. Um, but this – and so particularly, okay, so – like I said, the fixed signs are feeling it more. Taurus will feel it most in their 10th house and their career. Like, so there's a review. This is the areas where you need to review. Leo, that review is in your partnership area, the seventh house. Um, Scorpio, it's in your fourth house, your home and family life. And, you know, Aquarius is, again, in that um, more in our 12th house really 11th 12th house but 12th house because you're going within 12th house is going within yourself it's your inside process how you think about things all of that is up for change um so as we navigate this mercury retrograde we're we're feeling these changes rumbling inside of us and you know there are things in life that are going to come up and test us and Ultimately, right now, and I'm going to, you know, talk about it in a minute, the big theme of this month is this Saturn-Uranus square, um, and it's actually the big theme of the year as well. But really, it's we're being pushed right now in a huge way to just become more authentic, more true to ourselves, more real about who we really are and what we really want. Uh, and that's what this Mercury retrograde is going to be showing all of us. Like, how do I show up? more authentically? How do I show up and communicate with people in a more authentic way, connect with people more authentically? Um, So those are very, you know, those are the themes for this Mercury retrograde. And it ends on February 20th, but there's always a two-week, there's a pre and post shadow period for Mercury retrograde. So two weeks before and two weeks after, 
we're still kind of feeling it a little bit. And sometimes we get, you know, extra little tests in those two weeks before or after periods. So just be aware of that and recognize anything that's coming to you, um, you know, it's like things break down during Mercury and retrograde because that then makes us take action that we don't have to take on a normal everyday basis. Now we have to do something different and it forces us to look at things different. So just acknowledge that anything that happens in your life during this time is happening for a reason to make you see your life clear and what you want in a clearer way. So, and it's things that we've been, you know, that have been coming up for us. This is, these aren't new lessons because, again, this is a review. It's like we've been thinking about mm-hmm. these things. These lessons have been coming. Now we have a chance to put them in action. <laughs> um, right. And it's really like so many people get freaked out over Mercury retrograde. So I want to just um, – I've been delving into astrology a, a lot lately. I don't know. It's just everywhere. And e- even in the February issue, you never know until it's finished what the theme is. Well, the theme is dreaming and astrology. And um, one of the things that, yeah, I know, I was like, wow, when everything was finished, I was like, there's a lot of articles on these two topics. I mean, <laughs> even the 11th house, there's one, one for the astrologers. You're going to enjoy that one, uh, Christine. Okay. Um, okay, so so basically what Mercury retrograde means is exactly what Christine said. It's the review, reflect on, reconsider, and reexamine. It's all the rewards. And so your energy goes inward, and that's why sometimes you're not really paying attention to the external too much because you're really doing the deeper work, and then all of a sudden your, your, the tire on your car that was low and you forgot to get it checked is flat. Or, you know, you just forgot because you're going internal, and so a lot of the external, it just kind of, because it's slowed down, the retrograde, mercury slowing down, you don't get to be out there in fast action. It's taking it inside. So if you can really look at it, instead reframe it you know when i read something christine um about the hindu approach to astrology and i it stopped me in my tracks it's and you know it's not 100 percent true but it but it is in a way what what this um whatever i read it was saying that the hindus look at astrology totally different than the westerners and it's also called vedic astrology it's a little bit different it's yeah. It's you, mm-hmm. you, like you might be an Aquarius in Western astrology, but you might not be an Aquarius in Vedic astrology. Their, their, their systems are a little bit different. Bottom line is they say that the, the Hindus and the people who follow Vedic astrology look at it and they're like, oh, Mercury's going to go retrograde on such and such day. Great. That would be a great time for me to get all my stuff done for my taxes. That would be a good time for me to like clean out that storage area. Um, and it's, they take, they look at it like, Oh, that's going to be coming. How can I take that and use that in my life so that I get the full benefit of five planets and Aquarius and all that I know energy? What do I need to do? Whereas Westerners look at it like, oh, my south node is in such and such, and that's why I have bad luck my whole life. Or I can't be trusted with whatever. I've heard it over and over again. There's this one astrologer who said over and over, my south node is in Pisces, and therefore I can't be trusted with money. And I'd be like, why don't you just choose to change that? Maybe you came in with that in order for you to change that this lifetime. So I really firmly believe that all of us listening to what Christine is sharing is use it to your benefit. Figure out how you can not freak out when there's a sudden Uranus Aquarius change that everything changed and it's like, what just happened here? I mean, all we have to do is look at Brexit. And Brexit came about because of the United States elections in 2016. Oh, how did that happen? Well, that data that Christine was talking about that they're taking, every, I mean, 
all of us know. I, I, one time I was calling my water company when I moved to tell them of my new address. And the next thing I know, that ad for that Absolute Water Company is on my Facebook feed. Okay. It's how they work. So what they did was they bombarded, they bombarded us 16 with divisive things in social media. It's all documented now. There's even movies and films on it. Cambridge Analytics is the company that did it. And then what happened is the Brexit people, the people that wanted Brexit to happen, they took the exact same format that they used on the United States and they put it on their government and they shattered it. And that's how mm-hmm. Brexit happened. So, so, and it was all because of the data. They knew what age group wasn't, but they knew exactly what to do, you know, to, um, to do what they did. So it's manipulation and we have to be smarter. So I look at it like right now with astrology, if you really put, sink your teeth into it in 2021 of all the years with all the I know energy, don't you feel like this is the time to like really use it to your benefit and help others and yourself, of course. Yeah, the astro- that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like this is even, like, as we've been, you know, observing patterns, for what I, it just seems clearer this year. And it seems like this is a very tangible, like, applicable lesson that I can take from these cycles that we're looking at that are very clear. And I can see how this is showing up, and I can really use it. Um, yeah, I do. I don't know why, but it just seems, it does seem, you know what I think it is? I think it's because we have all, it's being becoming so accepted and it's, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just the overarching Aquarius energy and we're just seeing so much revolution and change that that is very Aquarius and it's like, okay, yes, this is clearly happening, but it, I don't, I agree. It does seem a lot clearer right now. Uh, well, I think people are ready for change. Okay. It, we're ready. Yeah. Anytime we have an, a, a new election, a new administration, either side, it doesn't matter. The whole United, the whole, our whole country prepares for change. And it's like, oh, some we like, some we don't. I mean, you're never going to like everything about someone um, that's leading your country. It depends on the people they put around them. There's so many different factors. But we are still in this, um, this Venus energy. And that's what until the end of February. Okay, let's hear about that. Okay. So, um, yeah, so, well, so I mentioned we have, well, we have five planets right now, soon to be six planets in Aquarius. Mercury, which we just talked about, we have Saturn and Jupiter. Saturn's in Aquarius for the next three years. Jupiter is there this year. We have the sun there right now. And then we have Venus, which moved into Aquarius on the first. And, you know, Venus is not, I think a lot of times we associate Venus with love and relationships, which it does, you know, control our relationships, but it's also our value. It's what we, what we need to feel secure in our lives. And Venus in Aquarius wants, it wants freedom in our relationships. And we also, you know, it brings in that air quality to our relationships and air energy is very intellectual. It's very thinking oriented. So we want more of an intellectual connection with people in our lives right now. Um, You know, this energy, it wants us to connect. It wants us to move and socialize. It wants us to make friends and fight for humanitarian causes together because, you know, we have Aquarius, which is the sign of friendship and groups of people and, you know, Venus joining, um, joining. So Venus, so what I want to talk about is Venus is tomorrow. Uh, Venus meets up with Saturn 
in Aquarius and kind of, uh, which and we'll talk about in a second, the Saturn and Uranus square, but Venus is joining the Saturn Uranus square energy. Um, but Venus, as Venus joins this point, it's like we start to see this tension in our group. There's this tension between two areas of our lives. And so we're clarifying what is valuable to us. Um, we are coming to a place of making serious decisions. You know, we're in the Mercury retrograde, which is going to force us to reevaluate. And so this Venus, um, Venus joining Saturn in Aquarius tomorrow, um, we really want to ask ourselves, how do we make sure our values line up with our ideals? And how do we break out of old patterns and beliefs that are not supporting those, you know, ideals and what we truly visualize for a life? Um, how are we finding new freedom and independence in our lives? That's really this, you know, Venus clarification energy that's coming into our lives. Um, and I want to, okay, I want to jump into this Saturn Uranus square energy because that is just this huge theme of the year that kind of really comes into view this month. Um, so we have Saturn, the planet of our structure, stability, um, you know, how we go about setting our, our, where our boundaries, our commitment to things in Aquarius, which is this again, revolutionary. So those are, we're revolutionizing the way our group structures work with Saturn and Aquarius. Then what we have um, coming up is Saturn and Aquarius is going to be making a square, which is a challenge point to Uranus, which is in Taurus. And Uranus has been in Taurus since um, 2018 slash 2019 and will be there um, until 2025, that Uranus and Taurus makes a seven-year period. So wherever Uranus and Taurus shows up in our chart, um, Taurus is, is like this grounded stability area, very earth, um, kind of more stubborn. It's also ruled security. Um, and Venus, or I'm sorry, Uranus is this change maker, this revolutionary. So Uranus and Taurus, since 2018, 2019, we've already been seeing some kind of shakeup in that area of our lives. Um, for instance, for me, uh, Taurus rules my second house, which is, you know, income, stability. And 2018, 2019 is really when, you know, I could start to see that the corporate world was not going to bring me the stability and security that I wanted in my life. And, you know, here we are. You know, I left, I left the corporate world in last October, and, you know, so we're starting, we're two years into this big Taurus um, Uranus change period of our life in that, in that area. Now, it's making this square to Saturn in Aquarius, and what this is, what we are seeing is there is some sort of tension between two major areas of our lives. And it's like the Saturn and Aquarius energy, wherever that falls in your chart, we have to revolutionize that area before we can see a full transformation in that uh, Taurus part of our chart. Um, and so, so I'm going to keep using myself as an example for this. So I have uh, Taurus 
in my second house, again, stability, security, you know, how I make an income, that's all changed. Right now I have Saturn and Aquarius in my 12th house, and your 12th house rules your internal process. And it's so interesting because I 1,000% see this in my life because I'm seeing that my mental process, how I think about things, how I approach life has to change in order for me to really find security in doing my own own job and doing my own business. Like I have had this mental block around money and like, you know, I, I, re- I realized that, you know, I had this thing that I didn't think I could make the same amount of money in my own business as I can make at corporate America. And I'm shifting that belief and letting go of that belief. And, and that was so ingrained in everything that I'm doing. So it's a really a whole rewiring of this process in my mind so that I can come Mm -hmm. out on the other side of this and know like, no, I have unlimited income potential. I can do, I can make as much money as I want. This is such a valuable skill, but I really had to reprogram my brain before I could do that. Mm -hmm. So what you can do, um, and if you don't, if you don't know how to look at your chart, you can go to astro.com you can pull up your chart and you can actually look at, you know, the, you can pull up your chart and you can pull up the current transits with it. So you can see where this is hitting. You can look where Uranus is at and where Saturn is at, which houses those are in. And you can start to put that puzzle together for yourself. If you don't know how to do that, you can definitely reach out to me and I'm happy to help and we can, we can dive into that. Um, but you can very clearly see. So we're going to have this challenge point that happens Saturn squaring Uranus on February 17th, um, creating this tension between two corners of our lives. Um, And it happens on February 17th. It happens on June 14th and it happens again on December 24th. So we are going to see that tension point in our life come up you know, exactly three times this year. I'm sure it'll be playing out, you know, in subtle ways in between those periods, but we're going to really get some sort of tension and challenge that by the end of this year, we are going to have to have transformed that part of our lives because we can't continue. We can't see this full um, revolution in ourselves with our, with our Saturn and then this complete change in the area of our life where Taurus is until we make these big adjustments. So, um, you know, we're really, really have to look at again, where that plays out in your, in your own life, but it's this huge change taking place this year. (laughs) Okay. Well, this is the perfect time for me to jump in with the Chinese new year. um, And then that will segue into the new moon and then we'll do um, we'll do readings unless there's something. Is it okay for me to jump in at this point? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, um, so this, oh my gosh. And it, it dovetails everything that you just shared. So this is, you know, the Chinese new year is about to start. It's, uh, it will start on February 12th and it lasts until January 30th, 2022. So it, we're in the year of the, of the ox this year and it is the metal ox. And the metal ox is here to bring about determination that is beneficial to the good of all. So what the metal ox energy brings in is that of determination, hard work, and rebuilding. Uh, We just finished a very hard rat year with great chaos. 
the role of the metal oxus to bring about that determination that is beneficial uh, to the good of all. The Chinese New Year is celebrated for 15 days, and on the last day, they, they lift up the beautiful uh, lanterns to the sky. You know, they have the red lanterns everywhere, and um, that's what they call the, the day of 100, uh, 100 they, what is it, the Festival of Red Lanterns and hundreds of candles are lit to usher in the coming of a new fresh light in the new year. So Spirit Seekers cover this year, or this month rather, is of the Chinese lanterns, the beautiful red lanterns. And this is a beautiful time to, um, to, to prepare for your new life. Like, you know, sometimes the new year, we're just barely off of Christmas and everything else. And uh, the Chinese say that before the Chinese New Year happens on February 12th, clean your house from top to bottom. If you, you know, feng shui is all about harmony, balance, and increasing your good luck, your good chi. Well, it's very hard to have good luck and good chi if your space is messy, if it's dirty, if it's just not well-loved. So the whole thing is um, it's suggested to totally clean your house inside and out and to prepare for the new year. Space clearing is also recommended. And in this issue of Spirit Seeker, there's a fabulous article. I do mean fabulous. One of my favorite all-time teachers in feng shui and um, so many other things she does past life work is Denise Lynn and she actually has just released a new book on space clearing and she gave you a whole like almost a whole chapter like she synthesized it down and it's just it's beautiful so clear but you clear your space after um, you, you can do both you can you can clear it before you start cleaning that will speed it up but then once you get the cleaning done then clear it again to bring in you know, like when you clear it the first time, you're releasing all the smudge. Just release anything that I is no longer for my highest and best use. And then after you clean your space, then you clear it with inviting in love, inviting in peace, inviting in harmony, and having a fabulous 2021. So everything that Christine's been sharing and um, just a little bit that I've added is really preparing you to have a fabulous year. And no matter what happens, we can expect a lot of changes because of the Aquarius and the uh, Uranus. But if you know that it's coming, then you up your meditation time. You up your walking. I mean, I use my walking for meditation. I do my gratitude during the first, you know, whatever, however far I walk. And then I do my mantras. You know, this is a very good time to do mantra work if you want to shift things in your life. Start playing mantras around your house. Start playing sound healing with a megahertz that changes the frequency of your home. You know, listen to Jonathan and Andy next weekend. They uh, are next Friday on the show. They will give you all kinds of information on how to use sound to clear your space. And I'm the master of that. I use, I am trained in all kinds of sound healing. Love it and use it. So just welcome the changes. And we're going to, um, oh, I wanted to tell you that the, the Chinese New Year is, I didn't know this until I was researching it and, you know, putting a, together something for this issue. And on page um, 14, right next to the four stages of space clearing is my little blurb on the Chinese New Year. At any rate, it always timed, Christine, I didn't know this, on the second new, uh, new moon of the year. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know it was, know that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that yeah. because that All is right. typically the new moon in Aquarius. And as an Aquarius right. myself, you know, <laughs> I think Isn't that bad thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the reason you clean all, okay. The reason you clean your house immaculately before the new year is because on New Year's Eve, you put away all your dust rags, your brooms, et cetera. It's considered bad luck to sweep all of your good luck fortune away on the new year. So you want all of that sweeping and cleaning done beforehand. And then you are bringing in and inviting in your, um, your wonderful good luck. 
That is why, okay, when you see shopkeepers sweeping, sweeping before they open their doors, and it's mainly Asian. I mean, you see it with everyone, you know, I mean, especially if you understand the importance of having a clean entryway. But on the new year, it's already clean before. You don't want to go be sweeping your front porch on New Year's because that's the day you're inviting in all this new luck and good, good chi, good energy for the new year. And um, isn't that sweet? I just think it's so sweet. So you have to get it finished before the 12th. So mark on your calendars on the 11th to say all clean by the 11th, by, by that evening, because it's the new year, you know, the eve, eve of the new year. Love that. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. We want to do reading. So we well, so tell us again, new moon. We I just told it's February 12th. Anything you want to share about it quickly on how to use it other than what I just shared with the new year? Yeah, well, so it falls at 23 degrees of Aquarius, so you can look in your chart and see where 23 degrees of Aquarius is. You can see what house it's in, and, I mean, you will get very clear on, you know, what new beginnings are coming for you. They're coming in that that house of your chart, and it's going to be some sort of major revolution that's coming. We're, you know, really setting that clear intention of accepting this newness. We're accepting it and visualizing, um, you know, that the new moon is a perfect time to do a vision board and really visualize what that really looks like for you and set those intentions in that vision board. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so um, we are going to, and, and thank you, Christine. I mean, you're, you're, you've just given us a lot of information. Listeners, remember that the minute this show is over, it is a podcast. And even this is I love my design team with the magazine. They they've taken the Spirit Seeker site and they they put like the last four or I don't know at least four of the last interviews that I've done radio shows, and you can just click on it and listen to it, or you can of course go to blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash Cindy Meyer and you can listen to any. There's over 400 shows archived. But now with Spirit Seeker, you can go to that front page, and I think you can forward the radio show link, too. Um, but just remember, you know, because even I sometimes, you know, I'm doing the switchboard. I'm, I'm doing, you know, I've, I've got people from the chat room sometimes emailing in. So I have to do a lot of things. So a lot of times I'll go back and listen, like, what did she say about blah, blah, blah? <laughs> it's just dead. Okay. All right. So we're going to do reading. So if you want a reading, you're going to push one pound or one star, either one. Um, these are mini micro readings. This is not a full reading. If you need a full reading, um, then, you know, you call and schedule that. But we will give you enough information that um, you feel like you have a little bit of help on where to go forward. The other thing is, is we're all part of this call collectively. It's not an accident that you're here. It, you know, you could be doing a lot of other things, but you've chosen to join us for um, being inspired on your Friday morning before we're going into the weekend. So, Mary from uh, Boca Raton might ask a question that Susie in California is like, wow, that's exactly what's happening in my life. So listen to the questions and the answers of others. Don't just tune out because you might hear the answer from someone else. Um, okay, but I'm going to mention one last thing um, before because I know what happens. We do these readings and then it's all the way up to the last minute and it's like we're trying to give out the words <laughs> as the show ends. <laughs> So, so I want to mention yeah. a couple things, like with that reading. If you need a longer reading, once a month now, Spirit gave me this assignment about five months ago. Um, once a month, I offer readings one night a month for reduced rates. So I normally do not do 15-minute readings. But on February 25th and on March 25th, you, if, you, you know, if you're interested in this, just either call or email 
um, and then we'll get you on the schedule. But I do 15-minute readings, and I do 30-minute readings, and they're back-to-back, one after another. 15 is $36, um, and a 30-minute is 63, and normally my 30 minutes are 80. So it's a nice time if you just have a quick question or um, whatever. And then I also do virtual parties. If you have, if you book two hours with me with your friends, um, we can do it either as a group where I do a group reading for everybody and then deliver uh, individual readings, or you um, can schedule your girlfriends all over and you're in a Zoom room and everybody's calling in to me from somewhere else and then they come back to the Zoom room and they share, oh, you won't believe what Sunny said. You know, it's just kind of a fun thing, and I just, uh, but I do ask for two hours minimum. And then the final thing is, is the vision board that Christine mentioned. I do virtual now. It's taken me a little bit to get this. You know, I, I've been teaching feng shui vision boards for over, um, I think it's 13 years now. And I now can do everything that I did in the 15 that I did the year before the pandemic. Um, I taught in 15 different cities. And so now I have it fine-tuned. So for $30 and three hours of your time, you can create a vision board with the nine areas of the feng shui, and you're going to learn about feng shui. Plus, you're going to get a reading from me. Plus, you're going to uh, find out who the goddess is that's guiding you throughout all of 2021. Um, I'm offering it on a Saturday morning on February the 19th. And that's from, um, did I say that right? Yes. Okay. It's from, um, let's see, that's not right. I apologize. No, February 20th, Saturday, February 20th from 9 to noon, and then Tuesday, February 23rd from 6.30 to 9.30. Okay, that's it. They fill up quickly, and I just announced them. Um, I, I only take nine, nine students online because it just makes it more intimate. Um, and we create, you create your vision boards while you're on, on the call, and then I create a Facebook group, and we all share our vision boards when they're finished because there's no way to finish it in those three hours. We're learning too many other things. Okay, so we are going to now do readings. You don't get to ask three questions. So, and don't try and sneak one in, please. Just, just you know, <laughs> just a straight question. So when I bring you on the air, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, first I'm going to say, okay, we have a question from a caller in area code 951. I'm only going to say the three digits. And then you're going to come on the air and you're going to say, um, hi, my name is, your first name, I'm calling from Santa Fe, New Mexico, wherever you're calling from. And my question is, and then Christine and I will alternate readings. We are going to do these very quickly, and only a few people are going to get blessed. But um, just know that if it is meant for you to get the reading, you're going to get your reading. Okay, we're going to go to, not everybody wants readings. There's a lot of people on the call that do not have their arm on for a reading. So one star or one pound if you do want a reading. Okay, so we're going to go to area code. Um, oh, that one doesn't run a reading. They've been here for all oh, the whole show. We're going to go to 805-617. Oh, I don't know if they want a reading. Yes, they do. Okay, so 805. Sorry, I'm, 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 Hi, I don't know where I am. Sandy. I'm on the switchboard. In spirit. You're welcome. What is your first name and where are you um, calling this is from? Donna from California. Um, my question okay. is, do you... Do you see a relationship with a male coming in for me soon? Okay. Steve, do you want to answer? Or do you want me? Oh. Yeah. So or do you want me? Donna wants to know if there's a relationship coming. And so I, I pulled a card, which is the drum. And I think that that means you really have to beat to the beat of your own drum and really figure out, the more that you step into this person that's authentically you, that's 
really, you know, you do not fit the mold of a traditional role or a traditional relationship, but really finding your own rhythm. So the more you step into that, you will attract your tribe. You will attract people who also fall into that. So whether it's a love relationship or not, really what you need is, is more than anything just to get really clear and authentic in who you are. And as you do that, all those other parts will fall into place. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Right. So, thank you, John. Spot on. Spot on. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. All right. So we are now. Um, that was a great answer. I pulled a card on it. It was centering. It was basically get clear on what you want, and you said everything. <laughs> you said it all. Yeah. So it's like, okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay. So we are <laughs> going to go. <laughs> I know. It's all perfect and divine. We are going to go. Oh, my gosh. This switchboard is very full today. We're going to go to area code uh Nine five one two zero seven nine five one two zero seven. You're live on the air. Hi, it's Nathaniel from California. I wanted to see Hi, Nathaniel. about yeah, Hi. Okay. So, what is the question? Uh, I wanted to see. I'm uh, trying to find a new place. Is that a good time? Oh, so you're asking, is this a good time to find a new housing situation? Yes. Okay. Okay, let me check that. Hmm. Yes and no. They're saying that the the um, if you wait six weeks to really sink your teeth into looking I don't know if it's because Mercury is going direct. I have no idea. But all I'm hearing is you start looking now, but you're not going to find it for about a six to eight weeks. So what is that? This is February, so March, April. It's going to be more like sometime in April. Um, and you're not going to be moving that far from where you are. It feels like um, where you're moving, though, your spirit will be fed more. I don't know if it's through neighbors or just the location of uh, access to something that just makes you feel better with nature. Um, but Ganesha is, okay, so Ganesha is a Hindu deity that removes obstacles from our path, very similar to Archangel Michael. Ganesha is working in your life right now, and he is clearing the way, Nathaniel, to anything in the way of openness, like just openness. Like people are going to be very, it's kind of what we talked about earlier with the Aquarius, more open communication. We're going to feel lighter because it's an air sign. I see you settled uh by the end of April, early May, in your new place. And it's going to be airy. There's going to be a lot of light. And it's going to be something mm. that you didn't, you didn't conceive. Like, you know how sometimes you'll find a, um, a place above a garage, a carriage house or something? Be open to something unusual or someone who says, you know, I've got this, if you would do this, you know, then the rent would be less, if you, like caretaking or something. Just, just, it's going to be something outside the box. Okay. Well, well, I have to move in a couple of weeks. I don't know if I can stretch it here or not. I I think check with where you are and see if they would be willing to go month to month. Just say, look, I, and I'd be honest and just say, look, I can't. It, being out in two weeks is going to be so extremely difficult. I wonder if you would be willing to go month to month. And I will give you a one month notice. I think they'll work with you. They've already given me a 30-day notice uh, a couple of weeks ago. 
Well, Nathaniel, we're out. If you do have to leave in these two weeks, it's temporary only. It's not where you're landing. You'll be there and you'll be looking for your new place. So get really creative mm-hmm. here because you, you know, if they won't work with you because you're, you're not going to find your final little place for like the next, I feel like three to five years, um, maybe even longer, they're saying, is not going to be found until spring. So you've got, you've got it until April. Mm. So you'd find a temporary spot, but that's a lot of work. I hate moving. <laughs> I just did it after 30 years. It was horrible. Not horrible, but you know what I mean. It's just a really, once you get it done, it's good. Okay, well, I hope that helps. And um, just set your intention. Just say, angels, I need help right now. I need a place in two weeks. But I'd still talk to them and ask if there's any leeway to take that stress off your shoulders right now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I wish you best. Okay. Oh, moving is just so hard. And I, they're not, yeah. Oh, well. One month notice is not much. We all know. Okay. We are going to go to area code 805-617. I think we just did that. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. We're going to go to Uh, (laughs) 205-675. Sorry about that. Okay, so we are, um, Erico, 205-675, you are live on the air. Hi, ladies. Oh, my God, I didn't think I was going to get in. And I would like to say happy birthday to my sister, Aquarius. Yay, I have Aquarius. My birthday you. is tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> happy so birthday. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, my question uh, is, um, do you see love um, coming for me? Um, okay, so, and um, what was your name? Patricia, and I'm calling okay. from Alabama. Okay, okay. Patricia's from Alabama, and do we see love coming? Um, Long term. Hold the Pac Mama, and it's interesting <laughs> because the Pac Mama represents the unconditional love that Earth has for all of all of Mother Earth has for the world. So. You are very much, you know, you're a child of the earth. Now is the time to eat right, to love right, to be joyous, to feel your self-love. Let, let Pop Mama, this Mother Nature, Mother Earth, know how much you appreciate all her blessings. And, and really, I think the more you can connect with that earth energy and really just being in this, this infinite, like, mother love energy, then... Um, you know, that, that getting into that place is, you know, it's kind of like the call we had earlier. Getting into that place where you're right with yourself is really going to bring that love to you. But I think for right now, it's really just about getting into that place of love and gratitude and being so connected with nature. I feel like nature is very important right now. So the more you can be connected in nature, the more you will feel your soul, you know, really start to become happy and joyous and then be able to draw in that other energy. All right, Patricia. Thank you. Uh, okay. Thank you so and happy birthday. Okay. Yes. All right. We have um, we have a, an email question, so I'm going to read it, and Christine, I'm going to have you answer it, and then I'll pull a card on it. Um, okay. Oh my gosh, I just I I've got everything going every which way. Now I have to get over there. Here we go. <laughs> this is why I want you to take it. Okay. Um, the question is: Is the home equity loan going to work out with? this bank, I guess the bank that this person's working with, or should I look to another? 
So I guess the question okay. is, is it going, is the home equity um, loan going to work out with the current bank or should she be looking in, a, um, he or she looking in a different direction? Okay. So Okay, so I drew the blade, and, you know, the blade represents the sharpness of our body and mind and spirit and really, you know, tuning into the intuition that we have from the heavens. Um, and the blade can be a healing tool or it can be a weapon. So basically, you know, you're invited to use the sharpness of your mind and your intellect to really assess the situation. Um, and if you do have to use that blade and cut ties and go in a different direction, you will feel that. You will, and so really I think the, the message here is to tune into that inner intuition and know that, you know, your mind is sharp. Um, and you can, you know, there may be something in your life where you need to cut energetic cords from, but you know and you know you can set yourself free. So I don't know. What are you getting, Cindy? What I'm getting is that it's almost um, like it was a process, like a, uh, a trial run that prepared you. Like, um, you know, oftentimes when someone's going to buy a home, they'll talk to two different agents or they'll talk to two different lenders. And it's almost like I think it almost feels like there could be something better um, if you worked with someone else. So, but what they're saying is just take the quiet time and be prepared. There's nothing wrong with starting the process with someone else if you wanted to be, be prepared. Um, but they're saying that remember, Ganesh is saying be childlike with this and just be innocent with it and don't get angry or annoyed. Just say, you know what, this doesn't feel like who I want to work with because that's what I'm feeling is that you're just not sure you want to work with these people anymore. So it's, it's like why not just try with someone else? It's not going to um, – I don't know. It feels it feels like your attitude is affecting it. So, so perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. Well, I, I can um, that too. It's like there's this yeah. anger. Okay. Okay. We'll tap into the anger. Yeah. You want to come from a, a good place when you make this decision. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So we have less than a minute on the air. So what I'm seeing is to give you a John of God from Brazil healing technique. Envision the person, the pe- person or people who are handling your loan at the bank and paint them pink. Like in your mind, a big paintbrush with pink paint. Paint them pink, which turns it into the frequency of love. And then just, just you know, highest uh, good for all concerned, highest good for all concerned. And just go into a really peaceful place because it's showing that you're not breathing, you're contracted, you're annoyed, and that will never manifest what you want. So just go into this, um, the love frequency of Venus. It doesn't have to be love, love, but it does have to be, okay, do your job, and let's get going with it. I'd love to have that new sooner. Okay, all right. So thank you, everyone. Um, thank you, Christine. And Christine will be back with me the first um, Friday in March, as always. And remember, um, you and, and she's also an advertiser and spirit seeker. And, you know, if you have not had your chart done in a while or ever, get your chart done. It's going to really help you for this year. Um, and I will see you next Friday. And until then, have a fabulous week. And remember to be part of the email. You can uh, email newsletter. You can either go to spiritseeker.com, sign up for it, or you can send me an email to info at spiritseeker.com and uh, ask to be added and we'll add you. Thank you so much. Have a fabulous week. Namaste. Thank you, Christine. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye.